genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Chris Derkach. Today we are covering Minute 73, quite possibly the greatest quandary minute ever. And today we have two guests with us, Jerry Porter and the intern's intern from the Indiana Jones Minute. How's it going? Glad to be here. Hey, thanks good, for good. having me. Thanks for coming well, over you, to the quick yeah, stop. You, you kind of come along with the intern. I'm the intern, and then uh, we have the intern's intern, and usually... You know, we, we we frequently come ensemble that way. <laughs> you can't have an intern without his intern's intern. No, exactly. You can't get anything done. <laughs> so good. It's great. And today we're covering minute 73, which begins with Randall telling Caitlin he was mine first and ends with Caitlin basking in the afterglow. So, I mean, it starts out with um, Randall saying that Dante was his first, which it does seem that way. And from watching this movie minute by minute now, it does. His relationship seems to be more with Randall than it is with the two girls he's dating. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> what I thought about this is, you know, watching the movie uh, just a, a night or two ago, you know, this was like the first minute where I realized that Randall and Dante are actually friends, you know, and th- this little scene. Where you know he he was mine first, and and I think he says uh, to her, you know, if you if if you break his heart again, I'll kill you, right? He does. And, that was the last minute he said that. Yeah, yeah and and so you're kind of like, okay, so actually these guys are very 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 good friends, and this is the maybe the first time I see Randall care about anything at all. Right, right. He doesn't seem to have any feelings at all until this minute. Right, and <laughs> and and even that is a fleeting like boop. You know what I mean? If you blinked, you missed it. And right. and and so is this like is this the way guys uh, express their love when, when the other guy is out of the room and gone? I mean, it's the only way I believe that guys express anything. You know, when, when the other guy's <laughs> out of earshot. <laughs> I mean, no, nobody could actually admit to caring about their best friend. I mean, especially right. not in like whatever it is, nineteen ninety-five or something. Definitely not. Yeah. And I'm I'm well, almost reading it like bros before hoes, if that's like an actual thing. <laughs> it does seem like Randall's opinion. Yeah. Dante yeah. is a little messed up in the head and I'm not sure what he wants at this point, but Well and you I mean I mean interns intern, you went to NYU film school. So I mean that's why that would be you really pulled that theme out beautifully. Bros before hoes. <laughs> yes, that that was definitely a course at NYU film school. <laughs> From from the summer of ninety six, but that I wasn't would also a major right. No, it was like a summer coursework. It was oh, like okay. a independent study. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do remember being in New York in the nineties and frequently visiting Jersey at this time. So it it definitely uh, this sort of uh, environment reminds me very much of college, like you know Jersey in in the nineties for sure. And if you guys are waiting for it, I'm not going to say nice things about Jeff, even though he's not here. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not waiting for it. That's fine. <laughs> um, so I right yeah, after, go ahead. Right after he says he, he was he was mine first, uh, she grabs a bag and walks away, and Randall completely checks out her ass as he walks away. Do you say it? He he just kind of looks down as she's walking to watch her walk away, and uh, yeah. I thought he had he wanted nothing to do with her, but apparently. He did like to watch her walk away. You know, I feel like maybe he doesn't want anything to do with her. 
Well, I don't know. Is is it? Does he just understand that? You know, it's sort of in the bros before hose theme here. Is it just that you know he would never consider actually doing anything? But uh, right. it's okay to look. Yeah, it can't hurt. Well, what he's yeah. looking at on the TV screen is much worse. So. <laughs> well, that's true, and and I'm assuming that he's not uh, friends with any of the hermaphrodites that are on screen, and so he feels right. like he can he he can look and uh, he well even maybe even fantasize or do more. I don't know. <laughs> he definitely says has something along the lines of keeping his options open. So, right, <laughs> that's right. that's that's right. So, gentlemen, I would like to posit a question your way. Um, is it a bold move for a woman to bring a duffel bag on a date? Is that very I've, forward? Because, Chris, to your point, she, she grabs a bag, but it's hardly a purse. It's it's a duffel bag. Well, in the script, it's listed as an overnight bag. Well, the, I so, think that's that, – yeah. and it's not even in the car. It, she's got it slung on her shoulder. That's she's not bold. planning on going anywhere else yeah, besides that, with Dante. Yeah, That's pretty bold. That, yeah. I feel that was – First semester NYU film school, it was the the overnight bag is is bold. That means you're, that's that's character development. Yes, right. Yeah, overnight bag do's and don'ts. I think yeah. was the actual title of the course. They do, you know, they do make Caitlin out here to be uh, quite promiscuous. I mean, obviously, not only just in this scene, but I was but say not just this minute, not just this minute, but just in general. Yeah, but 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 then again. Is there anyone in the film who isn't? Not really. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I mean, thirty-seven was a big number in the yes, beginning. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I mean, thirty-two female leads, and they're both pretty promiscuous. Yeah, but but and and yeah, I don't know. How do we feel about Randall? We don't know his number, do we? Not really. I mean, he. We don't see him hit on women or anything like that. We don't see him with a woman. We do see him watching some porn, but that's about it. He actually went to a whole other video store to get that porn, too, by the way. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> do you think Randall is just one of those guys, he, he really can't deal with it all, and his insecurities with women are exactly why he's so snarky and he puts up the force field? Uh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty deep it's, it's, it's like, well, I mean, let's say, you know, here's a guy, he's watching porn all the time, so much that he has to go to the, the other video store. He, he's, that, um, he's, he's that much of a connoisseur. He's and expand his horizons because he's seen so much of it. You're right. Right. Exactly. He can't, can't be yeah. contained in in one in one video store. <laughs> so you wonder. I don't even know. Randall's number might be zero. But I would offer that Randall, many times over in this movie, really makes it clear that he's okay with who he is. Even if he's a schlub, even if he's a this or a that, he's like, I'm not trying to upgrade my station in life. I am who I am. He's he's quite he, he's quite certain of that. He does seem pretty confident with himself. He really does. Yeah. Even if he is just you know avoiding human contact and the you know just indulging in porn and he doesn't want to be bothered <laughs> and he'd rather just you know he's he's not trying to you know apologize. Right. No. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now we get a now we get a fade to black and the word quandary comes up and yeah he's in a bit of a quandary. Well, well, what is the quandary? Well, I mean, not yet. Sure. But the quandary is, <laughs> you know, within the next few minutes, I think that's the quandary. <laughs> sure. But still, I'm going to ask that question in the next few minutes. What what exactly is the quandary? And and we'll get right. there, I guess, you know. Yeah. So I, I do notice that, you know, when Dante comes back in and uh, 
you know, the, he's. I think he's he's holding up the sign that says "I eat cock," right? <laughs> yes. And so, and so, you know, they say, you know, quote, a bunch of savages in this town, right? And I mean, that's the theme here, right? Oh yeah, that's not the first time he's mentioned yeah, a bunch of savages I think in this town. Yeah. I think it's the third or fourth. And yeah, it's his catchphrase. It's his catchphrase, exactly. And <laughs> and you know, spoiler alert. I mean, but is it is it's fair to say that what they discover at the end of the movie is that you know. They're just as bad as the savages in this town. Right. They're 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 no different. Everybody gets a butt, right? Everybody yeah. gets a butt. It's like I uh, you know, I like that guy. He's a great guy, but but yeah. Yeah. I I'd, I you know, of course I I'd, I'd be happy to date that woman. She's awesome, but everybody <laughs> has a butt and it doesn't matter. And and these guys I feel like maybe discover or are, uh you know, are confronted with their own butt. It's like yeah. we think we think we got all this uh, covered, and we have all the answers for all these stupid people who come into our our stores. Yeah, they feel so much better than those people. Yes. but they're not. <laughs> right, the savages—they're better than yeah, the savages, savage. but no. And also, when when Dante walks in at that point, I like his his reading of the line: uh, "Who eats cock?" <laughs> right before he says, <laughs> like, yeah. he's so nonchalant about it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I would also I would also offer that they live in a very very insular environment. So chicks having high numbers and savages running amok. It's sort of like you know everyone's kind of they out of high school, but no one ever really leaves. Kind of a thing, and it's sort of this fishbowl like quality. I feel like, and so uh, even even when he delivers the line savages, I feel like he's he's saying it like an 80 year old man like he's gonna work at the store his whole life and he's just kind of watching the passing enterprise of life just sort of unfold before him through the store you know yeah yeah definitely yeah okay <laughs> um what what do we think of dante's argyle here his sweater <laughs> i they were all talking about it on the face group book group the other day because yeah. they said how ugly the sweater was and i you know, went on being a being a smartass and said I thought it was a nice sweater, but yeah, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not, definitely well, not a nice sweater. <laughs> well, you know what I noticed about it is Argyles, they were kind of what they were big in the fifties. Interns, intern, help me out here. Well, what I what I would say is is yes, and but in the sweater, it's that blown up Argyle, which really yes. came up in the nineties yes. with with things um, a lot of urban wear. That really happened. And so when you pair that blown up argyle, not the tight argyle of a sock, and then you you, you pair it with the feathered longer uh, hair and the pleated, you know, khaki cargo pants, you're definitely rocking a different kind of a look for yeah. sure. But, for sure. I mean, yeah. he's dressed up for the 90s, to be honest with you. That's what, you know, he might as well have a turtleneck underneath that sweater. So you're, you're right, and that's something that I didn't like about the '90s. Well, yeah. she got the because suspenders right. on. She had yeah. suspenders on too, right. and the and the and the hair with the middle uh, half up ponytail. I mean, she, and Veronica she... earlier has a giant bow in her hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, the '90s are on display in this movie quite frequently. Well, there's there's a yoo-hoo on the counter. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I saw that, and now yeah, I, I was like, "Oh my god, I've been alive a long time." Indeed. There's a but, but what I notice about the argyle is you're like, all right, I even had two really nice argyle sweaters in the '80s, but they're kind of like a classic thing. They they had the the a classic look to them, and 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 they were sort of a preppy thing. 
this is like I don't know what the hell this sweater. It's like well, it's like preppy gone ass backwards wrong. <laughs> if it's it's black and white, but if it's red and green, you could wear it to one of the ugly Christmas sweater parties. It, it yes. is. It is. Yeah. It's 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 like this dated. It's like this modern version of the Argyle, but it looks super crazy ass dated. Yeah, it doesn't look right at all. No, it doesn't look right. Almost like in an MC Hammer kind of a way. Oh well, I didn't want to go there, but yes. But I went there. I went there. <laughs> it is like in an MC Hammer kind of way. <laughs> you can't touch this. No, <laughs> and, and 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 frankly, I wouldn't want to. But she, but two chicks do. They do. They yes. absolutely do. Yeah. Well, well one of those chicks seems to touch everyone, though. Well, I, well, yeah, but one of them seems to. Well, 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 they both do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they both do. Well, Veronica, the first one, seems to. She, she acts like she stopped when she started dating him. The other one never stops. That's true. Yes, that's true. And that that's her that's whole Veronica's whole point is, you know, she's kind of like that was in the past. It's it's it's, you know, let's say it's a high number, right? Thirty six, thirty seven. But but she's like, yeah, but that was all before I met you. Yeah. And you were the last one. That's what she says. Yeah. Thirty six. You know? Yeah. (laughs) But that's I mean, if you're talking numbers, then it's all relative because she was thrown by his number, which was wildly different. But she perceived it differently for different reasons mm-hmm. so if we, you're gonna play the numbers problem. game you know that's all relative yeah yeah we still have a problem with his number anyway because the time don't match up it's he's only <laughs> had like th- three years in between and we can't believe there's tw- i mean i don't know he's got two girls now maybe he was going two at a time for a while Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're a convenience store you know you work in a convenience store i think there's a pretty good chance every other day that you could have sex with somebody I mean, it would. It might not be the type of sex that you would necessarily want, but you know, you see a lot of weird ass shit in a convenience yeah. store, and, and this movie's a perfect example. Strange things wander into that convenience store. Yes, know? exactly. As a matter of fact, in a later minute, someone says, "What kind of convenience store do you run here?" Yes, <laughs> yes, that's absolutely right. So, so, true. so twelve might actually be very, very low. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You're right. It could yeah, be it might be very <laughs> low if you we work at the convenience store. <laughs> and at this point, he he says, "Hey, Kate, uh, Randall says, hey, Caitlin's in the back. She's been back there quite a while. You might want to check on her." And there are no lights back there. Was what Dante says. He also takes his jacket off and hands it to Randall, and Randall throws it, and it makes a loud noise. Did you notice that? I did. Well, I mean, was that just a foley guy playing around? <laughs> I think I think that's that symbolizes that something huge is about to drop on all of them. Brilliant. Yes. Genius. Yeah. Genius yeah. intern. Genius. <laughs> oh my god. So true. I, you guys I I keep going it, to me logistically it doesn't make sense that even in a darkened bathroom if you open the door the light somewhere would shine that's the one part that just I can't wrap my head around. That's not, or are we just supposed to accept it well, and let it go? The bathroom, for some reason, is on the other side, inside the freezer. You got to go through the freezer to get to the bathroom. Okay, see, that's the part I missed. Mm. That's yeah. the part because so it possible, wasn't adding up. Right? Maybe it's possible the freezer door shuts behind you. I have no idea why the bathroom would be in the freezer, ah, but possibly that's the really freezer door shut. Freaking yeah. creepy. Yeah, Jeez. That's not, and, it, it un- and unsanitary. Like, creepy <laughs> yeah. and unsanitary. Jeez. But yeah, the, apparently the lights go off at a certain time, and no one knows why. Okay. 
Right. Okay. And th- there's something sort of symbolic about that as well, right? I think it was at 5.15 every night or something. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I was trying to find right now. And there was some sort of tension between, was it the electrician and the, the, the owner? Oh, right. It was the tension yeah. between the, the, the yeah. electrician owed the owner money, so he wouldn't, he wouldn't use them again. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no lights back there. And, I mean, this is not the first time she's been in the dark and something has happened either. She was at a party one time and thought it was Dante in the dark room, and it wasn't. That's the eight and a half time she cheated on him. The half time was when she mistakenly slept with another guy thinking it was Dante. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. So we're, we're – see, this is fascinating because I'm watching this entire little vignette here, Quandry. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking, now there's no way – and interns, intern, I thought you kind of agree with me. There's no way that this is actually realistic here. I mean, this is just – this is just silly. It's 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 too much. It's it's just sort of irreverent for the sake right. of being irreverent. Like, looky what we can do. It, you thought it was going to go like this. Well, no, it even gets crazier and worse. It's not just people checking out eggs and looking at the milk and being weird. It's actually right. Gets it's necrophilia super... at the Seven yeah. Eleven. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Literally. Yes. And 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 it's enjoying right. necrophilia. At the Seven Eleven on the John. Like this was the best I've I, I've ever had. I've never had I'm it shaking. so good. I'm shaking. Yes, uh. right. Yeah. But but now I'm thinking about it, and I go, well, maybe maybe Caitlin has like a real issue with either seeing in the dark, or maybe her tactile senses in the dark go haywire. I don't know. This might be something just specifically to Caitlin. As as you mentioned, uh, Chris, you know, this is not her first time <laughs> that she's found herself in this position where she doesn't know who she's fornicating with when with the lights out. Yeah. I, I think a lot of this movie is really well written, uh, exceptionally well written. And then other lines are just uh, they fall flat. And I think that would be one of them. Yeah. Which what 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 kind of fuck you is that? Like, does he, does he, it's a little harsh. I feel like it wasn't really uh, commensurate, you know, not really commensurate with his line, with Dante's line. Yeah. Well, it's a a little, I mean, this, this whole movie is very hard edged. Amazing. Yeah. And so I suppose the, the, the fuck you is, is appropriate in a way. If, if we're keeping consistent with that, just everything's a little bit like walking on razors. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. Can we get interns intern? Can we get um um can what 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 do you think about what do you think about her outfit? Yeah, well, it's again, it's way 90s straight on down from the from those tight curls on the hair that are half up to the suspenders to the, you know, the even even the duffel bag that's just sort of clanky. I mean, it's a, it is a quintessential 90s sort of clubby yeah. type uh outfit for sure. I mean can't mistake it. Absolutely can't mistake it. No way. Yeah. As as with Dante. Yeah. Uh definitely, yeah. Way grunge looking. And de- definitely the hat backwards, yeah, for sure. No, I think uh, you know, this is sort of there were a, there were a couple of this 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 whole flick is like, you know, one of a handful of movies that really in a in a time capsule kind of way or quintessential 90s and even even his other movie mall rats where you're really you know if we associate something like breakfast club and 
you know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, if you really want to know what the 80s are like, and Clerks for sure uh, um, would be the one that really, if you want to know 90s, that that's it with the music to the vernacular to the, the look, the whole thing. Uh, you know, um, Veronica is, I think she's in school, right? She's in school and she's kind of cobbling it together to make a better life for herself. But it's still local and she stayed at home. But Caitlin has has you know she she's out in i mean it might as well be in the 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 nether regions of the world out in college in ohio so of course she's going to come back uh with something as you said that's going to be i guess uh unfamiliar or even foreign as as you know i think is what they're trying to what you're trying to get at maybe interns intern yeah it's 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 well, not sure that is and for someone who's never left the environment the the people that remain that can be very threatening because yes. it's unfamiliar yes because it's, uh, you know, uh, well, do they have something I don't have? Do they know something I don't know? And why is, why is uh, Caitlin reaching out? Your, your uh, term Shire, uh, yeah. you know, for companionship. <laughs> well, and also, uh, you know, is, I mean, that threat, that unknown is banging your ex. Yes, right. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Which it's it's, so, a, it's I mean, a double threat. It's I mean that just cuts straight to the heart. <laughs> I would also ask you then, intern, is this a case of Dante wanting what he can't have? So much in this world is. Well, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. He seems to only want what he can't have at this point. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he says maybe the agent design major slipped a shamopium, and then Dante says could be, and that's the end of the minute, right there. It sure is. hey fellas do you think at this point that that the guys in this scene are kind of they're starting to get a little weirded out like oh my god what the hell yeah i I mean yeah the way randall says it he thinks she's high (laughs) and dante says could be yeah literally so i can't right away I, i would think i would start to panic you know it's something's going on and they have no idea what it is at this point and it's something funky yeah yeah it's really funky that's really, really mm. funky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The... All right. So I got nothing else for this minute. You guys got anything else for this minute? No, no, I got nothing, I nothing else for this minute. I, th- I think the interns intern, you need to go take my parents to uh, go get ice cream. Don't you? That was the game plan. So I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An intern's work is never done. I tell you. And do me a favor. Don't take them to the convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't take my parents there. We don't, need, we don't need no threats. Uh, While you're at it, why don't you tell the guys where they can find you guys? Oh, yes. Uh, um, we have uh, the Indiana Jones Minute, which is uh, a podcast where we go through Indiana Jones Minutes, uh, very much like uh, you guys do here. Um, we watch the Indiana Jones movies, and, and we go through the movie uh, one minute at a time and then discuss uh, each minute ad nauseum. <laughs> <laughs> and then for us you can find us on uh doing com with a ton of other podcasts like teenage mutant ninja turtles minute rocky minute um original programming like immunities and geek by night and you can find us on uh facebook or twitter at jay and silent bob minute and i think that's it um i'm not even supposed to be here today <laughs> i'm not Love even it. supposed to Love be it. here today. Just so bad to be